Come listen to Dice for Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like, is it morally acceptable to kiss a goblin? Is it cool to use spell slots to warm up leftovers? Would the gods be mad if I wrote slash fic about them? We're a group of four friends who play Pathfinder 2nd Edition every week and go on adventures like none other. We've just launched our brand new season, Extinction Curse, which follows the adventures of the Circus of Wayward Wonders, as they put on the greatest show in all of Galarian and uncover ancient secrets and long-forgotten foes from a bygone era. If you like circuses, clowns, and a little bit of magic, come check us out, and make sure that no matter what, you keep it rolling. Hey Variables, just wanted to remind you about our 1k giveaway. It's running until March 31st. If you want to join, just follow us on Twitter and like the original 1k giveaway tweet. You can also head to our Patreon, and if you join, you get a free copy of the DM experience, along with a chance to win a D6 spinning ring. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of The Guild, our Fellowship 2nd Edition campaign by Jacob Randolph. I am your overlord, Dennis Foray, and with me I have some players and their characters. I'm Logan, I'm uh, playing Mork the Orc. I'm Kashan, and I play Wilbo, aka Lil Willy. I'm Adam, and I play Baldrick Trotter. I'm Jesse, and I play Dinothraka. And when we last left the best, they had just got booted out of the Idenian Kinglands as they had mussed up some of the royalty um, there at the Grand Ball after siding with Lysandra at one point and then eventually backstabbing her in the end. Queen oh, wow. Celestia continued her reign in the Kinglands, uh, to which we learned some very interesting things about the family line and where this royalty comes from, even. At the end of the mission, the lovable Corgi messenger Lucian showed up again with an old, old letter uh, that detailed the next quest for the best. As you guys headed to Samir's ship and crossed the troubling seas once again, you've steadfast arrived in Everwinter. Everwinter is this beautiful hilly landscape, uh, doused in white not because of snow, um, to which you would think it would be named, but because all the flora and fauna lack uh, colored chlorophyll, so everything is white. All the grass is white, all the plants, trees are white in nature. So while you might think it has a colder climate, Everwinter is actually a really nice springtime place. When Samir's ship ends up rolling into port, you guys are actually having some trouble uh, finding a place in port, as it seems that are multiple ships in one of the main ports leading into Everwinter. Eventually you find a place to dock, and you can see that the docks are overrun. Uh, it feels like you've entered that one scene in 1917 where the dude is just running straight while they're all going to war. There's like, there seems to be mayhem going on at this port. Guys, unload all of your mounts. Um, I'm going to make this a very important part of this episode as some of Samira's pirates are handling uh, the horses that come out and then you feel a couple of them as a hatch comes down dropping onto the dock. You hear one pirate get flung out of the hatch and into the water below <laughs> as you see 
nine different pirates handling uh, what seems to be ropes around this mount that belongs to Lil Wilbo. Wilbo, will you describe your mount for me, please? Ah, yes. Uh, so out comes uh, a bulbous uh, spider. Uh, eight legs, a bunch of eyes right on the front. They're really dark, ruby red, and on the, uh, like, you know how they got that big butt on the back? <laughs> There's a little saddle... <laughs> On the butt. Uh, and he's wearing... You know how horses have shoes? Well, horseshoes. Uh, my spider has booties on <laughs> at the end of his legs to protect the bottom of his delicate feet. Uh, and he's wearing a collar somehow. And on it hangs a, hangs a big circular badge that says, Daddy Strong Legs on it. <laughs> yes, that's right, Variables. Kashan has been keeping this character away from you this entire time <laughs> and just brought it to my attention. <laughs> I forgot I had it. <laughs> As uh, Mork, you head over, uh, Iggy, Iggy Green pops out of your, your fungal growth um, and does the gimme hands towards Daddy's strong legs. As Morky plays <laughs> Iggy Green on top of Daddy's... <laughs> Uh, you guys are going to have to hold the mounts for a while till you figure out uh, what's this hustle and bustle on the docks. Oh, you take care of yourself now, Iggy. Uh, some business. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, we'll deal with it somehow, I guess. I don't know. Just just stay safe, alright? Uh, Iggy nods and he's, he's more enamored with Daddy Stronglegs as he goes, Oh, Daddy Stronglegs, yay. I'm gonna pet Daddy Stronglake's legs. <laughs> yes, Daddy Stronglake, who we've ha- known about this entire time. Yeah. We have such a I great a bond, bond with. with. Him. Yeah. <laughs> I've been yes, in the background. I, I rode it. I rode in on him multiple times. It was just never described, but I was on top of him. Daddy Stronglake and I have a very tense relationship, so I'm standing a good few feet away, just kind of side glancing, um, keeping. Keeping it right in the corner of my vision. Daddy Strong uh chitters, I guess, when <laughs> Dinah's petting <laughs> their legs. Good boy. But then, Baldrick, you can tell two of its too many eyes are trained on you. <laughs> They're just watching you out of the corner. <laughs> Baldrick's just jealous because Wilbo loves him. <laughs> loves the spider. <laughs> All right, Daddy Strong Legs, I'll be back and I'll go up and I'll... And he, like, takes his... The things next to a spider's mouth are called petty palps. And he takes his, his little petty palp legs and he rubs my face with them as I... As I... You know... Wait, so you know so you know the name of those things, but you don't know the name of the butt. <laughs> thorax. On its thorax. There's a saddle. What's a more fun word? Alright? Petty palps or thorax. I think we all know. Uh, Fair enough. We Fair know. Enough. We all know. As Samira heads off the ship, uh, to dock, you know, she's got more she's got more shore wives to take care of. Um, she oh, yeah. gets to the rest of you and it's like, Do any of you know what's going on here? It's a fucking madhouse. Uh, apologies, but, but the the quest just said we'd find out what it is in Neverwinter, or do we have you been told what the quest uh, is? You already? guys know that in Everwinter, your quest takes place at the last okay. gate. 
which is a fortress. Okay. okay. Are, are there are there people running by us right now? Yeah. As you're like talking to Samira, you see a couple people being run along on stretchers. You see just guts and organs falling out of these people. Um, you, as you're getting a good look around now, you're seeing all of these ships that were docked uh, that you had trouble getting into the dock are like heavily damaged. These are like barely seaworthy ships now. Can I grab someone by the pant leg as they run by and be like, <laughs> "Hey, hey, excuse me, what's, what's going on here?" Uh, you grab a gentleman's pant leg and he stops, and then an older fellow that was running like a step behind him also stops and turns around. Um, he looks down at you and he's like, uh, "I, I've never seen something so terrible. I, we all went out there. We all thought we were taking out the overlord." <laughs> And he just breaks down. Uh, you see this full-grown man just lose it as the older gentleman, uh, gray in the beard, uh, comes over and pats him on the back. Uh, you guys are adventurers with the guild as well? I... I... Yes. Oh, you guys uh, must be a little new because you didn't go on the, the big quest against the overloaders with the rest of us. Uh, we were busy being performance, and the art of theater is one of the highest callings in this life, so check yourself. <laughs> There's like a solid pause, but uh, as both of these paladins eventually break uh, with laughter at that. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a good one. Um, I don't mean to make light of anything, you know, adventurers have got to start somewhere, but... Um, as you know, a lot of us were sent over the troubling sea towards the Scorched Sands to take care of this overlord feller. Um, and we got ambushed. We were right over the ruins of the old kingdom of Argalon on the troubling sea. and Sea serpents. Sky dragons. I've never seen anything like it. Wait, is the sky dragon that thing that we fought before that I shot down that You guys, uh, Sky Abolith. Sky Abolith. Okay. So, like, Sky Worm. Gotcha. Okay. This is a whole-ass dragon. Okay. Sky Worm is spelled with a Y or an O. Sorry, important distinction. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> if I... If I didn't know any better, I'd say the guild was sending us all out there to get killed. As the younger paladin slaps the older paladin brings him in the scruff of his shirt. How dare you say anything against the guild like that? They've looked after us for nearly a century. All of us adventurers. They didn't know what was coming, what was out there. They they, they couldn't have. Statistically speaking, they could have. The younger paladin uh, looks over at Baldrick, and then he just silent tears falling down his face. Uh, he crumples down onto the floor, and the older paladin picks him up, uh, nods at the rest of you, and heads over to some of the healing tents that are a little further along the docks. You made him cry, Baldrick. I didn't realize other people showed emotion so easily. <laughs> As um, Samira kind of pops up from behind you guys, I, um, you know, this is quite the shits, but all of their ships, they, they're, they're on their last legs. These people probably need supplies and more help. Uh, 
with your guys' help, I'd be willing to go running out, take the ship, get some supplies, get some more help to help these people. As she extends her hand to you guys, like you would if you're asking for daddy's credit card. <laughs> I low-five her. <laughs> All right! <laughs> she holds your hand really tightly, and then pulls out the other <laughs> hand to make the credit card, give me the credit card motion again. Give me the credit card. <laughs> I was gonna say, did we get, like, a lot from... Vain. I, you can trust me. I know I'm a pirate and all, but we've kind of grown close over, like, the yeah. general month we've known each other. Our, our bond is strong, access- yes. We have a bond with her, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you do have a bond with her. I looked up the, the fellowship bonds, and I could have sworn there was one for ships, but there's not. So you got, like, the war machine bond with her. Um, and the, the, the ship, uh, the wave cutter counts as the war machine. Hell Yeah. But that's absolutely wonderful. You hand over the credit card. She winks at you with her one eye um, and heads back to the ship. She blinked. She blinked at us. (laughs) She blinked at us. (laughs) And she heads off for supplies. And you guys have a feeling that that will come back to help you at some point. Wait, are our mounts still on the boat? Yeah, no, they're on on the dock itself. They're ready. As you guys continue along, you guys can grab your mounts and start heading uh, towards the last gate, if you wish. Let's go. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) You hop onto your horses or giant spider, uh, whichever you prefer, (laughs) and uh, make your way past all of these beleaguered people heading through. You guys walk pretty uneventfully uh, for your first night's journey. Um, night falls pretty quickly, and you guys enjoy the kind of white landscape and these rolling hills and just a chill night air. Like I said, every winter's not actually cold. Can I investigate, like, one of these little white plants? Oh, yeah, of yeah, course. Want... Uh, roll plus sense for me. Uh, is that... Roll two of them, right? Yeah, roll two d6 and then add six. I got a six. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um... <laughs> it's beige. Uh... you just kind of like pick up some grass by the handful and just kind of nibble on it a little bit it just tastes like normal grass (laughs) i'm gonna put a little in my in that piece of paper i have to scrapbook later Mm. perfect (laughs) gotta remember the grass (laughs) and there's like just out of shot there's like a very beautiful like rose bush that you could have used anything but you don't notice for so you're just using the grass I was gonna say I've never seen white plants before this is exciting Uh, you gotta love these ever winter nights Uh, 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 some of you will get it don't worry So are we just we're just walking along like as a group right now? Yeah, essentially it's it it it's hit nightfall. You guys crest over one of the hills, and you guys can see the light of a village below. Before we get there, I'm gonna walk up to Wilbo and be like, "So does uh, Daddy Stronglegs do any tricks?" <laughs> His trick is not killing you if you stand so close. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna take a few. I'm gonna like back off. <laughs> I see that whole interaction and I just go, "Good choice." And like, <laughs> without breaking eye contact with the road, I'm hat. just saying. I think you could train him to do some pretty cool things. He's got eight I've legs. Al- 
I've already trained them to not kill you when you get so close. What more do you want? And that took a lot of time. Like, that was not an easy task. Instead of booties, you could do tap dancing shoes, put a little top hat. You got a whole show. Now, I'm just saying, you see me riding a giant spider and think, oh, that's probably something that people do often. No. No one around where I lived rode giant spiders. There was just one. They're up in the hills. They kill everyone. I decided to make this one not kill people. All right? I raised it from a young little spiderling. I fed it with my fingers. All right? This is this is a very interesting thing to have happened. And you're not fully grasping the amount of effort I went through to make this thing not murderous. I'm just saying, you're a showman, and that's not very showman-like. Top hats and tap shoes are out. Thank you. <laughs> all right, all right. At this point, you guys are heading down the main street of the village with your mounts in tow. And you guys notice as you're heading through this village, you guys are garnering a lot of attention. And not just for the giant spider. Uh, everyone seems cool with the with the giant spider mount. Um, I want all of you to roll plus wisdom for me. Ten. Eight. Seven. Six. <laughs> Alright. So I'm going to say Dinah and Baldrick. Uh, you sort of notice that a lot of their, they kind of hush aside for a little bit, cupping their words amongst each other while looking up at one of you, and the two of you can kind of tell that everyone's got their eyes on Baldrick. It appears that I've become the center of this attention. Does that make you uncomfortable? Incredibly. <laughs> we're, we're in Everwinter where all the plants are bland and white. That's why everyone likes you so much. <laughs> <laughs> As you guys eventually make it to uh, the most popular inn in this little village, uh, you look up at its uh, oak wood sign as it says, Scoobers. Scoobers. <laughs> My parents won the Olympic challenge for Scoobers. Oh, that's why they're looking at you. <laughs> Oh, yes, that would make sense. Also, what's a scooper? It's a very fast and difficult to intercept throw. My parents once caught seven of them, intercepted, I should say, in a ten-minute block of the game. Oh. Yeah, but why are they staring at you, then? Some of that made sense, yeah. The game? I mean, Baldrick, you know why they're staring at you. You're obviously one to withhold information like the fact that you're in your hometown right now <laughs> damn <laughs> everything makes sense now <laughs> and scoobers is the inn that your parents own after their olympic <laughs> He lost his note card. It's not his fault. <laughs> that was not canon until this moment. Don't even try to pretend. How could you not tell us? <laughs> I've been made a fool. <laughs> oh, 
I'm I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, wanna... I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm sure it has nothing to do with the fact that uh, this is my hometown and uh, my parents actually own this tavern. This one specifically called Scoopers, the one where that we're in front of here right now. Oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get a discount? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sometimes my parents make me pay double, actually. Uh, can't wait to meet them. As you guys tie off your mounts outside and head to the inn, and there's a nice hustle and bustle, as it seems to be cornhole night at Scoobers. Uh, so there's a rousing game yeah. going on. <laughs> I like to think that I'm shit at Ultimate Frisbee, but I rock at Cornhole. <laughs> I, oh. I love it. You're, you're no child of theirs. You're no child of theirs. <laughs> <laughs> as you head in, as if the stench of Baldrick has wafted on the air, the entire tavern and inn stop and look over at your party. As you see a uh, very squatty bar maiden just do a hand vault straight over the bar itself and just begin running like towards your party uh before stopping as she looks up uh towards the stairs that lead to the lofted second floor of the inn as she shrilly screams swain get down here you hear (laughs) a little hustle and bustle uh from the loft as another squatty gentleman hops over the second floor landing and right in front of you all. As Swain looks directly at Baldrick and goes, You son of a bitch. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. They come in and they hug you and smooch you a bunch. (laughs) What took you so long getting back here? Uh, we're adventurers now. Am I hearing you correctly? I send you to Cornell Wizarding Academy, <laughs> and you come back a goddamn adventurer? Well, At least tell me you're like a paladin or something, and well-versed in theology. Well, I, I dropped out because they said that I was too thorough, and so I started training, and um, now I'm, so I'm a squire, and this is my best friend. His name is Sir Little Willie, and I, I just, I like, I kind of like tug on his shirt a little bit, like a small kid who's like trying to introduce his preschool best friend, but they're just kind of like really shy about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is, uh, this is my squire. Nice to meet you. He holds out a hand. <laughs> I'm just looking in between. I'm like, like the the classic, like, look at mom, look at little Willie, look at dad, look at little Willie, look back at mom later. <laughs> they graciously, both of them, take your hand in between, <laughs> between both of theirs and start shaking it heavenly. Oh, we are so honored that you have taken our little thing as a <laughs> squire. Oh, thank you. It was nothing. <laughs> I can't believe a, a grand knight of the Idenian kingdom would ever take you as a squire, Baldrick. It's beautiful. So you're saying you're proud of me? I, I'm, I think I could be, I mean, in a roundabout way, if... If push comes to shove, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> as Sejuani pushes Swain, Honey, we're so proud of you. 
<laughs> even if your father can't admit it. And even if you can't tell the difference, the slight differences in between our voices. <laughs> He's proud of you. Yeah, I'm proud of you, son. Cameras exist. I want to take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, one of the the main facets of uh, the last gate, as you guys know, it is it's kind of a technology Ooh. hub. Um, so a lot of the cool things happening. But yeah, early early onset photography is accessible. I'm so gonna find a camera. I want this to be the most awkward photo, but like, I'm smiling. Which we don't see super often, but like my arms are, are they're like folded like prayer hands in front of me, like straight down. But I want I want my parents to have like one arm around me each. They're absolutely glowing, um, and I'm just kind of there like people are touching me, but I'm excited. Ma- maximum maximum arm distance away on the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna tell them to freeze just like that. And I'm gonna run across the street so if I can find a camera and then come back to take a picture. Uh, they, they, they have one in the tavern. Um, they put up. They actually have a picture board um, up on one of the walls, like any other bar would. People are excited to see that uh, Baldrick is finally back in town. So they all come around for the picture. It's actually a nice screw photo. Someone else uh, offers it to take it. Uh, so the rest of the best can be in it as well. Wait, I want to know what the rest of the best is doing in the photo. <laughs> oh, Mork is still kind of in a bit of a funk from the last adventure. So I think I think he's kind of got arms crossed, looking looking down, just kind of staring off at the middle distance at this point still. <laughs> Iggy, Iggy is waving uh, very happily, though. He's glad to be in this. <laughs> oh. I'm giving uh, Baldrick, like, the, the two-finger bunny ears. <laughs> and a big old smile. <laughs> oh, Wilbo's just sitting there with it with a pipe in one hand, and the other finger holding up the guard on his half-helm. <laughs> just <laughs> smiling. <laughs> like a charlatan. <laughs> Uh, the picture goes off. It has a little spell slot that gets used that takes a picture of what's going on and immediately develops it like a Polaroid. Uh, your parents happily hand it to you, Baldrick, uh, to put it up on the cork board with the rest of them. And I'd like for you to roll plus wisdom for me. That's a 14. <laughs> As you're marveling at your photo putting it up, you can see, actually, as you tack it on with a little nail, a couple of other photos come loose of, like, cornhole champions and your parents' old newspaper clippings from when they were <laughs> in the Olympics. <laughs> and this much older photo is, like, the very corner of it is visible behind some other photos. Uh, I look at the photo. I, I, like, I pull back the other ones so that I can see the whole You image. pull back some other photos, and you see, and it, it's an old, a much older photo, you can tell by it, that it was, like, probably at the eve of contraception of photography in this fantasy land. You see four adventurers, much like yourselves. You see one at the helm, very gender-fluid, has long flowing hair, strong beard. Their armor is almost like a dress 
but built. It has, like, the eight-pack built into the armor itself. Um, and they're holding this giant crystalline sword. You see another smaller, probably call him a boy, blonde, shaggy hair, has a little gauntlet on their arm that's shining a little bit. And then you see on the other side, or another one is another woman, you can assume, who has this giant uh, ring-like weapon. So she's holding it like a hula hoop, but it's like a sword if it was a full circle. And then finally you see another gentleman who has this giant hammer, this war hammer in this photo. And you can see that it was dated, you know, roughly a century ago. Okay. Um, would I would I know anything about this photo since it, it means so much that my parents would put it up on the court board? You've heard stories before. There's kind of like this Everwinter tradition to throw a, like, festival on a specific day. The celebration itself has kind of gotten muddled in the centuries since it started, but you know roughly that the celebration began because Grand King was making his way from the port of Everwinter down to the last gate. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I pocket the photo. All right, wonderful. Not appearance. I can't. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they. They make they make them pay double, okay? <laughs> they can right, spare a photo. <laughs> but they're proud of them now, so maybe, maybe they'll, yeah. they'll get a better maybe discount. So like, all right, you get 5% off now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and then the festivities kick off. What would you guys like to do for this night? I want to go play some cornhole. <laughs> I want to grab a huge beer. Uh, I would like to grab um, Mork as my as my partner. Oh, well, Mork was planning on, um, he was planning on eating. I I, I hope I, I I'm not sure if they would actually have these or something, but kind of like um, fruits or things like that that they would ferment into alcohol. Mork would just want it. Oh yeah, yeah. Most Mork definitely. would just eat those fermenting fruits to get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like it's a it's a kind of a hard conversation oh, with oh. Swain and Sudrani at the beginning that they're just like, so you just want, like the bucket we keep it in before it becomes yeah brew. that's that's right yeah and you're not just gonna like keep it and make your own brew right why why would I do that that's good that's that, that's good drunk fruit right there okay okay you you're a smart one. <laughs> as they bring out this uh bucket that's just full of a mishmash of white fruits and vegetables right. uh, that get turned into brew. all right i think with my orc physiology this is enough to get me plastered <laughs> <laughs> and as you down it that's about the time that baldrick comes over to you as a, a cornhole table is opened up. Uh, uh, Alright, yeah, let's go. I'm oblivious to the fact that he is hammered out of his mind. Uh, I'm <laughs> just so excited to play cornhole and that my parents are proud of me. Please, please excuse me for being a dingus, but what's cornhole? <laughs> it's, it's, that, it's that backyard game that everyone loves where you stand about... 20 feet apart, and there's that little plank of wood with just a hole in it, and you toss ah, the beanbag okay. from the other side very, into the it's hole. It's very fraternity-oriented okay. as well. 
All right, all right, all right. There we go. <laughs> all right. Um, we're doing fucking cornhole mechanics. Baldrick, I want you to to roll plus grace for me. Okay. Wait, have I acquired a camera at this point, or can I? Because I want to take a picture of them playing cornhole now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. The, the trotters just let you have the camera oh, for the night. So um, I got a nine. <laughs> All right. You let go of the white bean bag as it floats over. It swivels a little. Uh, it's going to land uh, on the left side of the hole. Okay. But it looks like but, it could easily be knocked over. <laughs> it's on the board All right. All right. on the left side of the hole. <laughs> I, I lean over to Mork and I go, that's one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mork, it's your turn to throw. Uh, I'm gonna have you roll plus despair. Uh, wait, don't. You're, you're a little drunk right don't now. I, don't I? Don't Ooh. I throw? All... This is fantasy okay. cornhole, Adam. <laughs> uh, because of my uh, spawn of darkness traits, like I, I'm, I can't. I don't think I can actually ever get the drunk tag. You can't get drunk, yeah. Or at least I'm not affected yeah, yeah. by drunkenness. Oh, you tipsy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Still rolling with despair, then? <laughs> yes, It'll please. Just Yo, for the bit. totally, totally. Gotta do it for the bit. Everybody in the scoop. Uh, I still got. I got a nine too. <laughs> Everybody in the scoop is getting tips. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Morg, you let go of the bag. You're actually aiming at the opposite side of the hole, uh, but due to your little tipsiness, the bag floats over, knocks both yours and Baldrick's into the hole. So that's three all. <laughs> <laughs> As Baldrick and Mort continue their game off screen now, Adam's no longer allowed to play Fantasy Cornhole on the podcast. <laughs> Wilbo, what are you up to? Uh, I'm going to sit at the bar uh, and drinking whatever ale or meat or whatever they have and just yeah. chat it up with whoever's around me. All right, wonderful. You take on some brew yourself. It's this fun little white-looking liquid um, because everything in Everwinter's white. You end up striking a conversation with a female elf as she's just chilling at the bar. She's all splayed out talking to you. <sighs> yeah, honestly, I did not... I thought this town was a little bit jank when I first came here. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's Jake for sure. Yeah, I mean, like, have you heard about the Wanderer? The, the Wanderer? Uh, you know, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've heard of him, but why don't you enlighten me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, no, I just, like, me and my girlfriends came here uh, for spring break. Uh, we all go to Cornell Wizard School. Uh, <laughs> cool, cool. Getting my bachelor's in, um... Transmutation, actually. It's kind of really fun. Uh, she's a little drunk, so she's, like, veering off the course. But, um, anyway, my girlfriends were out last night shopping, like, right before the sh- the shops closed down. And, like, they saw him, like, over in, like, the southern hills, like, a, like silhouetted in the moonlight. Just, like, this being that, like, stalks those hills before you can get to the last gate. Okay. Did he hurt the- them? I mean, like... Well, I don't... No, he didn't hurt my girlfriends. Like, they just came back. Like, I told them, like, don't do anything stupid. Just, like, come back to me if anything weird happens. And they did. So, like, thank 
the gods for that in their many forms, but, like, like I hear, like, if people go to those southern hills, like, they don't come back. Except for your girlfriends. Good, good for them. They were, they were down shopping in the town, <laughs> so they're, like, in the valley. <laughs> Wait. And like the wanders in the southern hills. Wait, wait here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull out a piece of paper and a, and like a quill or something. Like Draw me a map. And she's like, she's a little, she's a little blitz right now. She's like, yeah, totally. And she's begins detailing the entire town. Like she should have gone to Cornell, like design school. <laughs> My girlfriends were like in between Featheringtons and Bustiches. All right, and then if you go around the corner on South Street and over here, and she goes all the way down until she gets to the Southern Hills, and she even details like past the Southern Hills is towards where the last gate is. And then she draws like a big circle on one of the hills in the Southern Hills, and she's like, "That's where they saw the Wanderer." Very cool. I'll take the paper and I'll fold it <laughs> and like stick it back in my pocket. Cheers! Wait. <laughs> she cheerses you. You're, like, really funny. Thank you! <laughs> He's just gonna stare at her. <laughs> uh, she takes the hit. Uh, she grabs her brew and then heads off. Um, you can see her in the corner talking shit with the girlfriends about you. <laughs> she, she said the gods in their many forms and... I just know that I'm not religious, so I can't I can't get into something committed like that. <laughs> you can hear them whisper yelling like, oh my god, he's a fucking incel. He's a fucking atheist incel. Oh, oh my god. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna scream I'm gonna, I'm gonna scream. Do we have any tendies in here? I need some chicky tendies. <laughs> As Sidrani's already got him loaded up, she's like, oh god, I cannot tell you when Baldrick was younger, they used to just destroy these tendies. Uh, can, I, can, I, can we assume that I, I heard this from the cornhole? Yeah. Okay. I'd say, mom, let Sir Little Willie pop a chicken tendy. <laughs> Every everyone knows <laughs> incels just want maps and chicken tendies. <laughs> as your night of revelry continues with tendies, chalky milks, brews, and corn, <laughs> all documented by Dinah on the camera, yes. um, that gets put into the scrapbook. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you guys do get to stay at Scubers for free, uh, so you spend the night <laughs> and prep yourselves up in the morning, and it's off to the the last gate. Which way are you guys heading? Um, I, I will take out the map from last <laughs> night and be like, look, it's the last gate. It's here. Here's where we are. This is Scubers. You guys, <laughs> you guys do notice on the map that... <laughs> The way Wilbo is showing you guys the last gate does go over a giant, like, circled area with, like, exclamation points around it. Uh, so what's, uh, what's that mean? Uh, I think there's some, like, hunk of a man who hangs out there, from what I gathered. Uh, I think she called him a beast. I don't know what that means. Sounds hunky. Hunky dory! <laughs> right? How much of a hunk are we talking about here? <laughs> I don't know, Mork. We gotta go to the area and just find out. Alright, alright. Like a, like a scary hunk? A sexy hunk? 
Now you just said the same thing twice, honey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Lead the way. Yeah, so without hesitation, you guys <laughs> head through, I guess. There's going to be another thing where you guys could take like an extra couple of days to walk around the hills, but nope, we're going straight <laughs> to the Wanderer. <laughs> You guys head on your horses and daddy strong legs um, up this kind of massive hill towards the last gate as it takes quite a bit of time as night is beginning to fall as you guys crest over a hill. You guys can see in the far distance, you know, about another day's travel, you guys can see the giant fortress of the last gate that's built into the mountains of the ranges that start to begin the southern portion of Everwinter. You can see a little bit of smoke billowing out um, from the fortress itself. You guys set upon, you know, kind of the plateau of the hill for the night, strike up a campfire, you get out your bedrolls and start up a tent, and everything is eerily quiet for most of the night. As you guys set up around the campfire, I want all of you to roll plus sense for me. I got a 12. I got 7. 6. 14. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Dinah and Mork, you guys take first watch, uh, looking around the camp as you're going along. And you guys can see to the east of you, on another hill about the same size, uh, you guys see a fire and smoke coming from that. It seems to be the same size as campfire. But you, it's a little far, it's a far enough away that you can't tell if anyone's near it, other than, oh, there's someone else over there on that hill. Do either of us have a telescope? <laughs> Do you guys? <laughs> I don't think uh, so. More quickens. Just thought, just thought I'd ask. <laughs> Some fellow travelers. Take note of it. Out there. Or enemies. But probably travelers. <laughs> or the hunky man. Beast. Hunky beast. <laughs> uh, may- maybe. Maybe. I'm gonna watch that direction, and I move to that side and just stare at it. Alright, you stare at it as, uh, hours go by, and it's much later in the night, and your watch ends, Dinah. As you go to wake up both... Damn it. <laughs> Wilbo. <laughs> and Baldrick, as it's their turn. Uh, to take watch for the night. Do you uh, tell them about the fire, Dinah? Yeah, I'm gonna kick Wilbo to wake him up with my ah! tiny with my tiny feet. <laughs> Wilbo, you feel the lightest tap on your side in the middle of the night. Oh, let me stay asleep. Just five more minutes with the sky people. What? No, <laughs> I'm gonna kick him again. <laughs> yeah, just five more minutes. I'm gonna, like, grab him with my big arms and just kind of shake him. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You're rattled by an earthquake, but it turns out to be Dinah's arms. <laughs> Alright, jeez. It's Got your down. turn. Uh, also, there is a campfire. Quite suspicious. Might be friendly travelers. Might be hunky beast. Don't know. Keep an eye on it. <laughs> uh, Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, you're right, I should probably tell Baldrick. <laughs> Mork, Mor- I, I imagine while you're waking up, uh, Wilbo, Mork is getting, uh, Baldrick. He's <laughs> just kind of puts, like, a heavy hand and just kind of pat, pats him. Pats them. <laughs> uh, I sit up, like, completely upright. Like a bolt. Like the Undertaker, <laughs> after almost getting pinned, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, boy, uh, mate, uh, campfire. Uh, folks, uh, uh, I, I don't know. Just keep an eye on them. I just nod my head, kind of rub the sleep out of my eyes uh, after being jolted, uh, and I, I look in the direction of the campfire, like acknowledging that it's there. Yeah, both Wilbo and Baldrick head out uh, to take their watch after getting the sleep, doing their pleasantries as they're going to work together for the next couple hours. As you both look out in the direction that they had said the campfire had come from, you guys don't see anything. I'm gonna sleep near the spider. <laughs> As a couple of the legs just kind of cuddle around. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I love him. Uh, I guess I'll turn to Wilbo and say, Mork mentioned a campfire, but I don't see anything. I also don't see anything. Then, through our observations, there must not be a campfire. Correct. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, I start twiddling my thumbs, literally, like, like actually, like the the actual motion. <laughs> the actual twiddling. motion twiddle makes a, it makes an annoying sound for some reason while you're doing it. <laughs> my skin is so dry that there's like this sandpaper oh, grit no. as my thumbs circle around oh. each other. <laughs> <laughs> We can start fires with your thumbs. Do you need me to? No, no, no. <laughs> Do not start a fire, please. I want both of you to roll plus sense for me. Cool. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay, well, it's not that bad. It's an eight. I got a seven. Okay. As you guys are bickering with each other, you hear a little rumbling just outside of your campsite. As if um, you've got, like, some of your toiletries and some of your food and rations set up uh, behind a couple of your tents, and you hear some rattling over there. Let's, uh, let's go check it out. Yeah, I think we And let's have... You, you take point. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I take point. <laughs> you both um, head over. I, 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 yeah. would, uh, I think it's a natural response, though, that I would be holding my, um, my simple sword. Yeah, you have your simple sword out and ready to go. Um, as you round the corner, you see the tent itself is kind of blocking your campfire light. So everything is like shadow cast from what you can see. But as you bolt around the corner, you see a figure like quickly bolt out of your stuff. Almost rigid in nature and back up a little bit. You can see it's definitely humanoid uh, and holds its hands out to you palms facing towards you and a sign of surrender as it slowly backs up. You can see that it's shaking. Hey, hey, buddy. It's okay. We're not gonna hurt you as long as you're not scary or gross looking or uh, or threaten us in any fashion. I'm I'm sorry. I, I thought you were them. Okay, who's them? Them, my my party, my friends. I thought after this, all this time you had come back to me. 
I was I was wrong. I'm so sorry. As you can see, the creatures start backing up slowly. Hey, hey, don't don't run off. It's going to be okay. Come on. We're cool. We, we're a party. We're not your party. Probably. Roll, roll plus wisdom to speak softly for me. Oh, oh, man. Uh, both of you, if you both want to speak to it. What is it? Sorry, what is it? Plus wisdom. Wisdom. That is a 7. Okay. That is also a 7. <laughs> okay. So you guys, I'll give you both. Both of you can ask a question from this list. But I will tell you that one of the answers will not be helpful, and one of them might. Is what you get with rolling a 7. <laughs> So you can ask, uh, what can they tell you about blank? What are they doing? What are they going to do next? What should I be wary of when dealing with them? What do they want? How can I help them get it? Or what would they have us do next? I think I want to ask, what are they going to do next? I, I want to ask, uh, the, how do we help them get what they want? I, I only wanted, I only wanted to see them again. My dearest friends, my party, I, I did not mean for any of this. I, I apologize. As you can see, the creature begins bending down, and he's grabbing something out of the, the grass. But it's so shadow that you uh, have some trouble seeing what it is. As they begin pulling it up, it seems to be a staff of some sort. Um, you take up defensive stances just in case. And then the being lifts the long object up a little bit and then you can see there's this large weighted rectangle on the other end of it as the being lifts it up on its shoulder and turns around and begins walking away don't trust the last gate can i look closely uh is, is that applicable roll here? plus sense for me okay I feel like this ties in with the photo I found earlier. That's what I was yeah, thinking! with the king that was headed. Uh, that's an eight. Alright, uh, with an eight, I'm gonna say that you're, like, struggling to figure out, you, you put it together, Baldrick, that this looks generally the same size of the person you saw in that photo with the hammer. And as you, like, you pull the photo out to look at it, you, like, can't get your words out, so the creature is like, completely disappeared. But you take the photo out, and you're easily, you can easily put it together that this was probably the person with the hammer in the photo. Okay. Damn. I want to relay that to Wilbo. I, can I just, can I Yeah, you, you kind just... of, like, you okay. point over to the photo, and you can see that actually the photo is signed with all the members in the party so you point to the the photo that's labeled jace i'll i'll look at it and then shout jace wait they're they're going they're basically like almost cresting over the hill at this point and at the like call of the name the head shoots up almost unnaturally and then the head droops back down as it like it was expecting something else to call its name and then it continues walking. Oh. And then he's gone. Depressing! <laughs> Did y'all head back to camp? I 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you head back to camp and just kind of sit on your logs around the campfire, uh, probably in a bit of stunned silence for a little bit. I start twiddling my thumbs again, but this time I add a foot tap. I just, I just want to let you know, Baldrick, that uh, that's really fucking annoying. Seems <laughs> <laughs> like the wettest, muddiest Sorry. part of Earth to start tapping in. <laughs> it's just a splosh sound every time. Sorry, sir, and I immediately stop. Like, but I don't remove my hands from the twiddling position. I just, like, freeze them wherever they were. <laughs> Baldrick stays still for the next four hours, unmoving. <laughs> As sun begins to peek over the southern hills. <clears throat> uh, the party wakes up, and you guys pack up all of your stuff. And I assume you guys relay the, the tale of the Wanderer to the rest of the party. As you head down yes. the southern hill and towards the last gate. So that feller, he was looking for his party, won't he? What happened to them, then? I'm gonna take a shot in the dark and say, dead. He was real sad about something, so, I mean. <laughs> uh, Wait, was he small, or was he bigger than you? He's bigger than you guys. The hammer was Oh, okay, so, yeah. so... So, <laughs> so we assume that that's the hunky beast. Yes. Uh, and I missed him. I missed him. <laughs> Why did you wake me up? Much like, much like Tom Cruise, when you see how small he is in real life, he's much less hunky in person. Well, now I'll never know. Thanks a lot. Uh, it's a <laughs> shame, though. I like that Tom Cruise now exists. Yeah, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is an actor in this universe. <laughs> You have all seen the scrolls. We've all seen the scrolls. Yes. <laughs> You've seen Mission Impossible. <laughs> I love that play. You guys head upon the large mechanized fortress of the Last Gate. These story tall black and red doors stand in your way to the entrance of this underground city. You dismount and leave your mounts there. There seems to be like a nice little post outside of the gate. And then the gates open. There's this rush of air that hits you guys as all you see at first is total blackness. And then you hear the sounds of explosions as you head in. And then you're met with a bright light as there are quite a few uh, fireforged dwarves are throwing confetti at you guys as they go, Welcome to the last gate! <laughs> and that's where we'll end our session for today. However, there is one more scene that doesn't involve you guys that you guys do get to listen to. Back in the Idenian Kingslands, we see a vessel being made for Queen Celestia. As she boards it, she takes the ship across the troubling seas and over to Bygone, the city in which you guys first started your travels. We see her take a familiar path from the Bygone School of Wizardry and Evocations through a backwood and down through the very first dungeon you all went through. 
we see her emerge from the trap door that leads into that highly royal chamber. Rotted and fetid as it was, we see that at that large table of varying sized chairs, there are finally people there. Beings, at least. And Celestia stands before them. She drops something on the floor, to which we see it is a body. Unfortunately, a corpse. As everyone would recognize as Lysandra. Oh, no. dang! I God knew it! Celestia pleads to the shadowed court. I know the guilds and my family have not gotten along ever since us coming to this realm. But I think it would behoove all of us to work together. As one of the shadowed figures uh, steps forward and all of their bluster light behind them seem to emanate from their own being. How could we ever trust the likes of you? Celestia begins making her way up the stairs themselves and plants herself firmly in the, like, the main throne that no one's sitting at. Oh, shit. We all know I have unimaginable power, but just think how fucking strong my siblings will be. You're lucky enough I've already taken out two of them. What do you wish to do with those other two? As another being... Uh, moves out of the lights, you see a frail old man. Our party would recognize him from the man who suggested that they became an adventuring party in the first place. As the old man moves into the lights, I think maybe we should listen to her. We do know that they're as strong as gods. I mean, I recognized it the second I saw them. And I would know as we're all gods and everyone around the shadow becomes illuminated as you see a pantheon of what the Ari knows as their godhood revealing themselves as the guild the ones that back your party the one that backs every adventuring party Celestia leans in with a smile I think this will be a wonderful partnership <laughs> see you guys next week Oofa doofa. Oh my god. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.